Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast for Star Wars Visions. My name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Ed. Hello. How you doing, Ed? Yeah. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's... I wasn't even going to stop it like that. I was just going to go straight in like we never left, but okay. <laughs> All righty. <laughs> we took a little bit of a break, and I think we needed yeah. it, too. Yeah. I think we're back at it again. Break. Yeah. Noma is the other co-host. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. I bet you're excited for these episodes. Oh, oh, oh! I see. <laughs> you, you are the you right are the artist of the of the of yeah. the podcast. So. Oh, oh, that's, that's where you're going. Oh, going okay. 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 Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. Okay. No, <laughs> it's not about my heritage. It's about my career. Good save. I mean, <laughs> I mean, maybe it's about your heritage. No. <laughs> No, no, I get you. I get you. I, honestly, I am. So <laughs> you're not wrong. All right, let's get into this. Um, so, Fair play, Dan. That was a wonderful. <laughs> I wasn't even saving. I was being honest. Uh, Ed, would you like to let the listeners know what episode we're covering on this uh, podcast episode and uh, kind of what we're going to be doing? Yeah, so we are discussing the very first episode of the new Star Wars Visions shorts. Um, this one's titled The Duel. Very interesting episode. So we're going to go through what happened, uh, if we found any Easter eggs. And when we say Easter eggs in this vein, it's more of, okay, what is that noticeable thing they've pulled from the canon or from the legends or whatever have you? Mm. And then, you know, if we find them, great. If we don't find them, maybe there'll be other pop culture inspired things that we can see or cultural uh, inspired things that we can see. And mm-hmm. we'll point those out as much as we can see them. All right, and Noma, can you let the listeners know how they can contact us to let us know what they thought about this episode? Definitely. There's a whole bunch of different ways you can contact us. One of the easiest is our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also had an email, which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, we're on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Both of that is at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets. does help with growing our listener base. Very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Viewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. And you can follow or subscribe for free for the latest episodes as soon as it releases. Awesome. Thank you, Noma. And before we get into the episode, I pulled these from the the wiki. These are the posters from each of the uh, animation studios that they made for promoting their episode on Star Wars Visions. And the first one we get is a really interesting one. Noma, do you want to describe this one? Yeah, it's yeah, it is really interesting because it really doesn't it really doesn't kind of translate over to what the episode's actually like. Absolutely not. But it looks really interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's the uh, for the duel we have the main character on the front and it looks like he's holding a ticket to a concert. Uh, and there's a lineup of people who are waiting, which is just a kind of smattering of the crew of the cast that we see this episode. And you can see the only part that's in color, because the duel is all in black and white. Uh, the only part that's in color is the, you know, originally I thought it was just some random person. No, it's but the, yeah. I, yeah, it's, ple- okay, if that, those are the actual colors that the main villain is supposed to have. I think so. That's, that's weird. It is, I did it not, is. Maybe it was just me, but I didn't think she was white <laughs> at all during that episode. Right. It might have been, it, this might but, be like a... Like if she was like an idol or something, it looks like. Maybe, I guess you know maybe. I mean? Yeah, like basically, it's, it's, hands, though. it's it's the main villain like pose doing like a like an idol pose, and she's, it, like like I said, it's all in black and white, so you can't tell what what her color scheme is actually supposed to be. But in the, in the poster, she's got very pale skin, like lime green hair. Imagine your anime girl. Imagine yeah, it, like your quintessential like anime elf girl with green no. hair. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. I will say at the same time, because it's done in this sort of way and because of the black and white, you almost lose and forget that Star Wars sense of bit to it. Oh, yeah. There was mm-hmm. there were points where like I, there was a Trandoshan. I was looking, I was like, what? Cre-? I, I, I was confused oh, yeah, yeah. for a oh, second. Man, that's what is that? And I was like, oh, <laughs> right. Tra- oh, right. Star. Oh, and then it all yeah. came back to me. Yeah. So this is really, Star Wars. Yeah. I had really been watching something that's just like, this is just interesting. And mm-hmm. then I, the connection was made. So. Again, that was kind of taken away. Looking at the poster, yeah. I'm just like, why is this weird elf person thing here? Then I realized it's like, oh, no, she could just be like some alien thing that mm-hmm. they haven't met. Because it's not canon, right? 
So they can really do whatever yeah. they want. So there's like, oh, she's she's intergalactic star, this, this, that went to the dark <laughs> side or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's, yeah, it also, I think it's just because of how gritty the duel looks, but the her picture is really clean, and so it looks like it's from something completely different. Oh, yeah, mm. definitely. And I love the thing in, in this where you see the uh, the saber umbrella thing instead of the actual like umbrellas they would have above those like parts when you have like a show going on and like i guess old school japan mm. it's like the lightsaber umbrellas i thought that was pretty funny yeah yeah oh, and, and, and it, it is definitely her i just realized because the okay. image on the tickets is her with the the uh cloak on oh yeah, it mm. is okay yeah. I, went, I we gotta decipher like what it says in that maybe eventually with like <laughs> yeah, the star right. wars because it is in star wars like arabesh so yeah yeah we'll have to figure that out um any last thoughts on the the cover here i thought it was pretty funny it's very jarring yeah but it does uh it, if if i i will be honest though if i saw this it would make me interested in what in watching the episode okay if you weren't a star wars fan but you're an anime weeb you would watch this episode just because uh, of that yeah. oh yeah i think so 100 percent. yeah yeah all right um Uma, do you want to tell them the spoiler warning for this episode uh, I mean, yeah, you kind of did. But yeah, from here on out, we're going to be going over everything. We're going to go over the plot. We're going to just talk about this. You know, we'll give a, a short synopsis and then we're going to talk about this like we've assumed that you've watched it as well. So if you want to watch The Duel, which I definitely recommend, it's really good. Mm. Uh, stop here. Uh, hit up Disney Plus, go watch The Duel and then come back and listen. So yeah, spoilers ahead. You have been warned. All right, let's get into the episode one, The Duel. So the duel begins with a, a dude. As soon as I saw it, I immediately was just like, "Oh, look! This is so Japanese. It was yeah. so nice." But it's this beautiful kind of very. Uh, they're kind of trying to do like a black and white ink grade, kind of taking from um, Akira Kurosawa. I was going to say Toriyama. What's wrong? With yeah, that? Akira Toriyama, <laughs> Dragon Ball. Yeah. Um, but they're very much taking on that that kind of old school Japanese uh, samurai aesthetic, and we get the. Ronin, who, I mean, that's all we ever hear his name being, and his <laughs> straw hat wearing R2 unit. I assume it's an R2. We never actually see what the dome looks like. Yeah. Kind of walking into uh, this little village and he kind of goes to this little it's kind of unclear what it is, but it's I, I assume this little inn up on like the top of this village and there's this I, I love We'll get into, I'll, I'll go over this very quickly because we'll get into this later, but I love how they're starting to relate old men to just Celestins now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's talking with this old man Celestin and they're having this little conversation. And uh, then it kind of cuts to, we see this big uh, transport coming in. And again, we're getting that kind of real classic uh, gritty samurai vibe where, well, gritty uh, swordsman vibe, I guess, because this transport rolls in and it looks like at first it's oh it's it's a first order transport but then they come out and they start uh you know harassing the townspeople and the celestins explaining oh no they're bandits uh they're, they've taken over and uh they do the classic oh round up all the villagers and then the the rowdy ba bandit comes out and he's like ah oh, give us all your your gold it's tax season and uh he's like oh which one to use the village leader and this kid stands up and he's like, oh, I'm the village leader. We paid you enough. Go away. And he's like, oh, look at this kid standing up to me. Where's your dad? I guess he ran away, huh? And then I don't even know if this is necessary, but they cut to, I think, the kid's house. And it looks like the, his, the actual village chief is, like, sick and asleep. Or just asleep. I, don't I thought know. he was dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Well, he's, he's snoring. Oh, uh, is he? Okay. Come back to him. So I was like, okay, either sick and asleep or just asleep. Yeah. It's, it's either, oh, poor kid, or your dad's a coward. <laughs> <laughs> or your dad's an impermanent idiot. But either way, uh, they start uh having this little like standoff where uh you know it looks like the kid might get killed and then all of a sudden the the bandits start getting sniped and the the kids going like oh the guards will protect us everybody uh run and hide and they all scatter and we get this it's interesting because again we're you know we're talking about kind of easter eggs and relations it's a very almost not quite but almost seven samurai-ish moment where we've got uh you know these assumedly guards or bounty hunters i would assume kind of springing out and we've got like a trandoshan and a gran and my favorite one which was a viper pro droid armed with seven katanas yeah piloted by a dug i was like oh my god what is this don't forget so don't forget that, the uh the and, tuscan and raider the, yeah we got a, uh, also a tuscan yes. raider and a i can't I, I can't remember what ap5's classification is it's like an 
Oh uh, yeah, an A five protocol, protocol droid. droid yeah. Or, yeah. Um, but it's the kind of bug-eyed protocol droid uh, and w- with a Gatling gun. Oh my I mean, god, that was just, so cool. Yeah, they just start going ham uh, on the guards. And, uh, you know, Celestin's like, oh, Master Ronin, we should go inside. And the Ronin, <laughs> like a tree explodes next to him and he doesn't care. And so they actually, like, fight the bandits off. And it looks like it's going super well. And then, uh, as we were talking about, the not pop idol in this thing, actual villain, uh, comes out from the top of her transport. And she has her her badass moment where they open fire on her. And I thought I was going to hate this weapon in the trailer because of the trailer. But it's actually kind of cool. It's where yeah, She activates the, like, lightsaber umbrella just to flex all the, all the bullets. And it spins, uh, yeah. Yeah, it hits the ground. And they're all like, oh, my God, she's a Sith. All right, don't engage. Don't in the Trandoshan leaders like don't fight her in close combat fall back it doesn't work because she force chokes him and pulls him up it's like what do you what do you mean you're gonna run do you really think you could fight a dark lord of the sith and she stabs him with the umbrella and it activates the things afterwards and i was like I, okay it's comes up in the trunks and you're like oh fuck yeah and then activates it it's and then she's just kill. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's unnecessary. He would have died yeah. from the initial impact, and you're just like he's there, like ah, and she's like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah she she just straight flexes on them, and yeah, she pull you know pull pulls them off the weapon, and uh, of all people, ironically, the protocol droid snaps yeah. <laughs> like, at the death of the leader and starts amazing. firing. Yeah, he's like, yeah, what are you right? doing? <laughs> yeah. so yeah. she, 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 he like opens fire, and then she literally, oh, it's so cool. She like runs up to him, and her her lightsaber umbrella. You literally watch the gun just gets shorn away yeah that was so and cool he dies off screen um and then we get another cut that's when we see the tuscan raider guy he <laughs> jumps down does his little like <laughs> and then just gets annihilated like me as soon as he finishes it he, he doesn't do like, anything okay i swear like that that's gonna be the first uh, whatever easter egg that you can bring up because that was so unnecessary it but was so but it's so good yeah time. it was so good i'm so happy with that also he did do stuff then he was the sniper in the tower yeah he but then he like people. he immediately jumps down and gets owned yeah, it's, yeah he, got, uh, he got to stay up there man <laughs> he had oh to come God. down and do an intimidation scream but he did yeah. he rolled a one yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> But uh, yeah, so we get like that, that, and then uh, the Ronin uh, basically gets up and he starts to go down the hill, and he he does the uh, again. It's such a classic. Oh, you missed the one part. Did I? The droid, his uh, R two R unit, R two unit. I'm, I'm oh, the... there. Well, it happens before he walks down the hill, doesn't it? It gets no, hit. No, it... And he asks, "Yeah, I fixed my yeah, droid." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, sorry. The droid takes a hit. Well, I, it was really, un- I, it was either took a hit. I wasn't even completely sure. It like comes it out, yeah. it looks like it takes a hit or it was just like breaking down or something. Either way, mm. we, we get another one of those like classic things where uh, he, he turns to Celeste and he's like, hey, can you fix up my droid? Okay, cool. You've got until this pot boils. Yeah, yeah I thought it was badass. Like, yeah, you've got until X time and then I'll, I'll be back for my whatever service. Um, and then he walks down and... Uh, we we get the standoff where the the bandit leader is like oh like who are you you're here to help these people he's like oh you're some sort of warrior and he's like no i'm just a wanderer and she attacks him we get the the scene as well which is what i also like where she basically uh pulls out her actual lightsaber which is attached to the umbrella so it's actually an add-on that's like a refracting you know, that, thing. yeah umbrella thing i also missed at one point she does the inquisitor thing when she jumps off the ship yeah or when she jumps off the transport she, yeah, she like mary poppins is down yeah with the lightsaber umbrella but uh yeah she pulls out her lightsaber swings at the jedi he does the fucking blade catch but he uses the force oh, man. and i was like oh cool you're just a better satil sean yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like catching oh, the lightsaber blade with your so open hard. palm is is cool yeah yeah from the the uh tree what, what what trailer was that is the second sword trailer the one where they're in the forest right yeah, yeah. The one on Alderaan, yeah. Yeah, I, can, I can't remember what it's called, like hope or betrayal or something. I think that one was hope. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, probably with the the flare gun at the end. But yeah, like catching it with an open palm, that's pretty cool. Catching it with both hands as it's in front of you, though. Oh, oh. Awesome. So, he wasn't even struggling. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. He just very sick. calmly does it. It's just oh, it's so good. And then I we swear, get the. Did, did was that? Did they have a nanny moment there? Because it would have been. Perfect. Well, they they, they kind of do because she like jumps back and she's like, oh you're a jedi yeah i see now and then we get the foot like the just as good reveal where he pulls out his lightsaber and he's got the and i'll talk about it later but it's this it. one's actually justified i love it i love <laughs> it yeah, he, the pull, end, yeah. he pulls out his lightsaber and it's got the fucking red glow so she's like oh oh this is a sith i'm fighting yeah so we get the and uh, and they do the other thing where it's like it's such a again and like there's so many samurai movie references in it but as soon as they clash it cuts away and i was like no yeah <laughs> 
but uh yeah we get uh, we get a little bit more of you know the shopkeeper trying to fix up the droid and and what's going on in the town and then we cut back and it's we've shifted uh locations because they're not in the town anymore they're fighting outside the town and they run on a tree trunk and the uh bandit leader kind of cuts the tree trunk to make the log start going down the river and i was like ah we're on water mustafar now yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they, they keep doing this this like crazy good duel um and as it kind of is continuing um we kind of see that in the village all all the the guards quotes are basically taken out the dug on the viper droid crashes into a, a house uh like we said the, the tuscan like <laughs> screams once and then gets blasted um and then we get a moment where basically the gran is the only one left and he's kind of like about to keep fighting, but they've uh, rounded up all the townspeople again. So he surrenders. Um, and basically, like at that point, oh, the kettle, like uh, the the guard, uh, one of the guards runs up to the or sorry, one of the bandits runs up to the bandit leader and is like, oh, chief, we've we've captured the village. You know, they're all our prisoners now. And the bandit leader is like, oh, well, you know. We don't play fair, so you better surrender. And he kind of just like the Ronin sheaths his lightsaber. Um, and he's just kind of he has his hand hovering over it. And I was like, oh, is he going to go, go for one of those like Eido strikes? But no, instead, like he's waiting and he's waiting. And then uh, the steam kettle starts uh, going off. And he when that happens, he like presses a button on this comm link and uh, the droid B, uh, B5 activates and pulls like a basically like runs out of, of the inn starts flying down into the village and i was like all right so this is gonna be like a like a chopper r2d2 moment like he's just gonna kill everyone i guess and he does not in the way i was expecting though because he has a missile rack loaded into his back and he act he like shoots that out and basically like um whistling birds <laughs> all yeah. of the the bandits yeah but it's got a crazy range because it like hits everyone in the town and then one Two flies all the way through the forest. Oh yeah, two fly all the way through the forest. Kill the one bandit who was talking to the leader, um, and then the other, uh, the other one goes for the leader. She manages to block it, and as that happens, um, the you know the Ronin grabs his lightsaber again, tries to start the fight, but he actually gets knocked off the log and goes over a waterfall that they're approaching. Um, and then he kind of lands as the bandit leader's watching, and he gets out and like starts climbing up, and. As he gets up, there's like a house right behind the waterfall. And so when the bandit leader lands, she knows like, oh, he went behind there. Um, and we get this cool kind of moment where um, she's like trying to figure out where he is. But then he, she sees like this lightsaber activated behind the waterfall. And she uses the log to actually like part the water so she can see the lightsaber clearly. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. And so she like leaps through immediately, like does the slash. But fake out it turns out that it's a lightsaber being held by a buddha statue yeah and as soon as that happens i was like oh okay yeah class we're doing the yeah again ronin misdirection because they don't have honor yeah so they can do all the, all the sneaky ninja tricks and yeah as soon as she slashes it she realizes it's not him and he stabs her in the back and just takes her out right there um and then we get another cool reveal which is that his scabbard is another lightsaber yeah i was like oh shit i love <laughs> I was this like, oh, okay yeah lightsaber attachments all right you got this one too um and he's also got two lightsabers as well right so we got all this stuff stacked up but yeah take takes her out and kind of like returns to the town with her lightsaber and you know everyone's like oh my god that's the ronin who saved us oh my god he's the hero and the celestin old man is thanking him and then the the kid leader comes up and he's like oh you're you're one of those mystical jedi knights right like oh you're 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 that's why you saved us and he pulls out his lightsaber again and it's red again so they're going oh oh wait he's a sith like what the hell and he stabs the bandit leader's lightsaber to reveal her kyber crystal picks it up and then we get the last reveal, which was so good, so good, where he opens his robe and he's just got all these red kyber yeah, crystals like 10 in there. Or so, yeah, yeah. And he's about to add it to his collection, and then he kind of turns to the kid and gives him the kyber crystal and goes, "You like take this? It's a lucky charm. It wards off evil." And then he just continues on his journey. So good. And wanders off. And yeah, it was just so. As soon as I saw that moment, I was like, "Oh, so you're not a Sith? You're just lazy, Ahsoka." You're just you're just a, a, a what's it called like a gray Jedi who's too, who doesn't want to purge his kyber crystals. Yeah, he's okay. That's fine. Falling away from that. the Sith into his own thing, which is kind of cool. I, I I mean I think he I I'm I still he going with he was a Jedi. Yeah. yeah, I think you know he was so? a Jedi, but he just he lost his lightsaber. He did the same thing Ahsoka did, where he took out 
uh, a dark side or, or an inquisitor and just didn't purchase the crystal just, mm. yeah it just was like well i can use this nice <laughs> you know, just like one care. of those not wayfinders but one of those who just go off on their own because they mm. just need to or can because yeah. a ronin would yeah. be the best thing right? and yeah I, it got me in a bit for that episode because like the ronin thing if they were going to complete like he's only using the one hand right Mm-hmm. or anything like that as i always think of Oren every time yeah. i think of oh, the, the, so the good yeah. in my head right so like he's got a, he's got another hand you just you can't use it yeah so mm. like when she takes a slash at him just before falling off the waterfall and i thought she actually got his arm yeah it looked mm. like it for a second because he would he wasn't using it with the whole things or maybe he did i couldn't tell and it was just like i went back three times just like she got you on like the shoulder though so like how are you i was really i still don't know so i'm gonna go watch that like another frame by frames frame. and be like did she get your hand but i don't think so i'd yeah. like to think no but well that leads into our discussion but, uh, yeah yeah like yeah i was about to say that too that basically uh finishes the summary uh, the only other thing that I think is worth going into is that uh, the studio that did this episode, because, you know, every episode is done by a different studio. Uh, this studio is Kamikaze Doga. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're not a huge studio, as far as I know. I'm not a, you know, I, I like my anime, but I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm a huge, huge buff on all of the studios. But as far as I know, like most people who have seen their work, there's one film that they did kind of recently that a lot of people probably heard of because they did ninja, uh, batman ninja which oh was, yeah it was, it was okay similar was style nice, but... in like the 3d yeah yeah they they were i would definitely consider them to be like one of the best studios for 3d anime like cell shaded okay. anime almost well yeah i mean they're using 3d models and all that stuff yeah. too right um but yeah with the with the shading and all that stuff it looks really nice the the only 2d thing they've seen which if you like anime memes you've probably seen it they did uh pop team epic I haven't seen that, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, if I showed you guys the art style, you'd probably recognize it. Yeah, it's, it's very very weird and cartoony. It's really funny, but it's uh, yeah that that one. A lot of people know it from the memes, but not haven't actually seen it. And then the other thing that they've done that is probably more the most mainstream is they did the first three seasons of openings for JoJo's Bizarre Adventures. Yeah. So all of the three D openings that you've seen with uh, JoJo's, they mm. did those, and those are really good. Yeah, that makes a yeah. lot of sense. Like they're okay, yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's... so yeah, so it makes sense why this looked so good for three D anime. I mean, you know, a lot of people see three D anime as subpar compared to 2d yeah and it can be right i mean i'm not gonna i i'm not gonna sit here and turn this into a berserk podcast but the 2016 Clang. berserk Clang. <sighs> that, no not even the sound Clang. design just just Sorry. it's so bad it's visually so bad oh, it, yeah. it hurts yeah like, it's not it goes for like, my eyes are bleeding but it's like you're looking at it, you just you feel sick. feels weird yeah yeah, yeah. You, and like anyone can tell it's it's not that's not how it's animation supposed to look like mm. um yeah like i said i'm not gonna turn this in yeah exactly like the, moving towards the there's screen. so many memes about it the horses oh, yeah. and guts walking away and all that but anyways like i said i'm not here to turn this into a berserk podcast main point kamikaze doga does really really good 3d animation i was surprised by the animation honestly like the i wasn't expecting the 3d animation because i didn't i mm. didn't know what kamikaze doga made beforehand it makes a lot mm. of sense now because when we got the preview um, on the other podcast that we talked about with the images, um, we saw a lot of the concept art for it. And a lot of it looked, and we t- said at the time, Afro Samurai. So my head was like, mm-hmm. oh, like I'm thinking it's going to look like Afro Samurai in terms of animation as well. So it's going to be 2D. It's going to be like your normal anime style, right? Mm-hmm. But like with that very stylized, um, super like harsh angles, stuff like that. And then it turned mm-hmm. out to be like, as soon as it turned, I'm like, oh, okay. Not what I was expecting, but let's watch it and see how it goes. And I loved it. It was yeah. so and it's an interesting, good. And it's an interesting fusion style because all the backgrounds are 2D as far yeah, as I could tell. Yeah, it looked like they were. But yeah, all the characters are 3D. So it's a really it's really nice. But like it, it does that kind of... I, I The mark for me for good 3D anime is if it's a hard for me... Like it's not impossible, but it's hard for me to distinguish between the each. background. The, the 2D from the 3D, exactly. Mm. Um, <clears throat> like I was saying, Kamikaze Doga seems to do well with that in this episode the other example i have for that is if anyone's ever seen the evangelion remakes um they've got the avas and a lot of the scenes are 3d but the backgrounds are 2d and it looks really well it blends really nicely 
so that's kind of like my my mark for what good 3D anim animation is. Uh, it starts to trip a little bit when oh God, I'm just going to turn into just me ranting about anime with this. But I wasn't uh, wrong at the beginning of this episode. This is something <laughs> yeah, that you're right, interested okay. in. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, okay. Dragon Ball Broly. If anyone's seen oh, that, oh yes, yeah. that was so good. It, it, it is a really really good movie, but I could tell every time they transitioned into 3D animation. Oh, for sure, yeah, from 2D. for sure. It's it's much more obvious than some of these other movies it's not bad still by any means that's reserved for berserk 2016 but um it's just it's just that um the the length of time it takes me to realize it i think is mm. the standard for me definitely of what's good or bad but yeah what, what did you think about the animation oh man in terms of <laughs> i'm having a blast watching it yeah that's because in terms of the actual like really focused like technical things like normal was saying I wasn't looking at that at all, but like, <laughs> but seeing it with the hindsight on that now and that info, it's just like, yeah, like I was definitely aware of the fact, but it wasn't something that was like hammering, like, Hey, this, because this is like this, it's good or anything mm. like that. Like I, I was coming from a place of, okay, story. Am I looking for it to make sense mm. so far? I'll, yeah. There's saving a time. He's just randomly here. So I'm thinking, like, you, you've been walking through a town, you need something, and oh, hell, this is going on. Oh, hey, there's a thing I'm after. All right, let's get involved. I was more interested in the fight itself because of the title. So do, I was yeah. looking for those things. So, like, the, the pseudo-Mustafar, the getting, the getting yeah, chopped on. Yeah. So what I was looking at the most was that scene when he was falling off the off the waterfall mm. and then the whole buddha holding the lightsaber part like i i that little section right there was something mm. i probably watched about 10 times nice. a to make sure i was seeing what i was seeing because mm. that that was a good it was a good strike so oh, like, yeah. damn yeah you lot you you messed up there but then the sneaky stuff afterwards and i was just like i was looking at the buddha's face i was looking mm. at the hand positions i was everything because the first time it happened i was just like whoa what yeah no like, he killed I, him yeah <laughs> oh yeah, wait yeah. why does he look different <laughs> yeah like it, that part for me so it was the i guess i don't know the how they how they introduced those shots it was really cool so i and then just the i guess something I, that was hard to notice was again when i started watching it the the characters themselves so like mm. clearly you knew who the Ronin was. It took me a while. I was like, that's that's a droid in a big straw hat, isn't it? Like, okay. <laughs> okay, that's cool. And he's got like this attachment on his back. I was like, mm. so just that aspect of seeing how the twist, the blended worlds with the animation came into mm. it and how it could still work for Star Wars characters. Like the yeah. Gatling gun and how the droid had it. Like it looked yeah. It looked antiquated, but it still worked really well. It was well. awesome. Mm -hmm. So the the blending of those to fit and still be aesthetically pleasing mm -hmm. was the biggest thing for me. Like mm -hmm. the Tuscan Raider, even him to a certain effect, still had like a that Tuscan rifle almost, but yeah. in a sniper version. That, yeah, exactly. So it's I I enjoyed it immensely. And if they had done it a different rate or all in color, I don't know how I would have felt. It would have been well, different in color, I think, that. for yeah. sure. So it, it definitely would have. That's the one thing where I was like, I was really glad about it, because even with the Sith, and when when he does that initial strike and he, he holds the saber there, you mm. can see her eyes, and they're clearly Sith eyes, was oh, the yeah. biggest thing from it, because mm. they have that like double ring in there where you know that mm. there's that red around it. Like I didn't need color to tell me that. Mm. The way they did it was perfect, where I could distinguish that. So those were the things I was noticing. I mean, look at her eyes on the, cover, on the cover art. Right, like they're beautifully red. As, Don't ruin this for us. <laughs> but even even there, as like I'm looking at it, right, like just from just from the angle. Oh god, I fucked it up. Let's just <laughs> let's just do that. Uh, yeah, like I I didn't notice. She looks again maybe alien, but normally normal mm. Alfie. So from that, it's like mm, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think that that's a good point as well from what you're saying with it fitting into the universe because there's a there's another episode that we'll be covering later on which granted i'm horrifically biased because i love the studio does it and i thought it was amazing but i'm curious what happens when when you watch it because plot wise it makes no fucking sense mm -hmm. there are at least a few episodes that you're talking about the second trigger one uh well first trigger one. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but it it literally 
feels like it's in a weird alternate universe where none of the history makes sense. Or yes. No, it oh, just yeah. Did, like, it's just weird. A lot of like, them have that, though. Like, it's but, weird but like, history yeah. type. Like, but with, yeah. yeah, but with the duel, it feels like this could... It would be a stretch. It would be a far stretch. Yeah. But it feels like this could be something that actually happened in the Star Wars universe. Oh, for sure. Mm, right. Yeah. Granted, again, with you know the one the episode i'm talking about i still love it and i still think it works well but it would be like an alternate reun- uh, an alternate universe like three times removed oh, for okay. it to make sense plot wise um Whereas well, this well, one is just like great hyperspace era kind exactly of thing. exactly it could have been well except for the fact that it's first order this armor. actually apparently um, this one yeah. takes place after episode nine chronologically if it was canon apparently there I mean, was that a, makes sense there yeah, was something yeah. with it yeah. which makes sense because like first order's falling apart you have like the yeah. remnants like we do so in mandalorian the but with... have their armor yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then yeah, so instead of they say yeah. like oh because they say like oh the bandits like they scavenged armor from the fallen uh the fallen empire quotes quotes exactly and so it's like yeah it's that kind of classic little thing um uh yeah no just you know it fits in like this one feels like it's kind of removed but it would still fit in the star wars world for sure so, granted i mean if i was gonna nitpick like what about a bunch of things what who who the hell is the sith warrior where did she come from why have i never heard about her before but it's not again canon, yeah. At, yeah again like my main thing with visions is that at the end of the day they before they even launched it they announced this is non-canon and it's like all right then I don't need to nitpick as much. No, it's one of those things where you're yeah. just like, hey, it's more fun. Star Wars. Have exactly have yeah. Yeah. fun. Yeah. It's I'm not fine with that. Yeah, because then you don't need to think about the Connection. all the rest of the movies and everything else. You can just take the stuff you love from it. Yeah, my brain still did that at some points because like this one i knew it was after episode nine i'm like okay i'm gonna see what happens here and like see what they mentioned in the story mm-hmm. like nothing came yeah. up and i'm like stop stop yeah. stop we just, don't need to do that just enjoy it in yeah. the setting that's interesting because i went i went the exact opposite and i was just like this ties into nothing yeah <laughs> just like take this for what it is and i was just like but what about the next episode I was like no they're not connected at all these are just mm. one-off like call them novellas if anything and they're just there's this it's just there's like this yeah. there's this they gave they gave the animators and like the creative team in Japan at each animation studio. They're like, "Here's Star Wars. Here's the sandbox. Play in it, and mm. just have fun. Yeah. Do and, what you want to do. Do whatever you want." And I mean, yeah, it was super easy for me to kind of distance myself from it as well because I've already watched Animatrix and uh, Halo Legends. Mm or Legacy, Legends, whatever it was called. But those are both the exact same thing. Animatrix is uh, seven little OVAs that, granted, are kind of... The first three episodes are connected to The Matrix because it's actually telling how The Matrix came to be with the human machine war and all that kind of stuff. Um, So that was really cool. But the rest of them are all just little stories in the playground. And Halo Legends is the same thing as Star Wars Visions, where it's like, here are seven episodes. They don't really have anything to do with legend or with halo which is good because one of them's awful <laughs> um <laughs> if if you've seen halo legends you know i'm talking about the one with spartan 1337 oh okay that's, a, that's, that's all a, i'm gonna fucking that's a star say. wars reference but, isn't it 1337 elite it's elite <laughs> elite speak oh i'm thinking 1138 my bad yeah, yeah I'm like no 1138 um, no it's just it's just painful yeah. but like there, there's good halo legends shorts but one of them I, I like again it's fine for what it is but i really didn't enjoy it yeah just being in the halo universe just because it's so goofy but this was good yeah and i granted star wars visions has some other goofy episodes we're going to talk about one of those soon yeah but it's uh yeah it's just you know being able to play in that universe that's fine right as long as you tell me look don't don't try and look at these things as canon because then i'm not going well then why wasn't force healing a thing that could have saved padme i'm not thinking about that because you've told me it's Mm non-canon so i know that's why right i know and never i just i can enjoy this and never have to worry about it so yeah you know with that kind of mindset this was great like two things i wanted to go over quick mm -hmm. lightsaber umbrella attachment Yay or yeah. nay? Again, because it's non-canon, absolutely yay. Ed? I, I still call it Parasol, man, just because of the, the whole <laughs> thing she's got going on with it. Do I hate it? Absolutely not. Mm. I, it's something I'm fun with. You want to see these ideas come up. Will it ever make it into canon? 
maybe like i almost hope not a <laughs> hundred years down the I hope line lightsaber attachments do that's yeah. a really cool concept yeah. no 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 no. i'll tell you why oh, yeah? because everybody it started off with ezra to start with and he mm. had his little weird Trigger, yeah crystal thing with it that was okay mm. to the extent that that's almost dual phase so i'll call it that anything beyond that's ridiculous because you're gonna have to start getting like 50 different parts for it and now every jedi is gonna walk around with a different holster one is just gonna have this huge like baseball bat on his eyes like what Yo, is this be down. and then there's like a big baseball bat lightsaber come out instead of something <laughs> like, then all it's of a like sudden... that it's like that kid's toy that you can get at, like toys r us that you can like put the attachments on it and make it like these like ridiculous things yeah right so, i'm just well, imagining like you might have learned a taru style but do you know how to defend against a, a baseball laser negan. bat <laughs> <laughs> defend against the negan no it's yeah. it's 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 gonna turn I know it's here. <laughs> basically like it's a whole what is too far and i think this is the perfect environment for it oh yeah the, the sandbox what type style yeah what they're doing with um i republic and how their their hilts are different i don't mind that mm. at all that is that seems like a modular step that eventually you see where gaudy comes from and you see where i guess conservative at this point mm -hmm. comes from in that mode, right so that's fine there this is fine here when you're working with your kid's imagination or anything like that, and they put together like, Mommy, Daddy, look at this cool lightsaber mm. axe. I did. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. That's This is the perfect thing for it. But in anything else, no. This, mm. yes. See, I would also argue, though, that would, so would you consider Vanessa Rose the whip? Uh, whip an attachment? No, it's no. an attachment. It's just a like another phase, right? Like we were it's, talking it's about. With, yeah. Because it has, a, it has another function, but the lightsaber itself mm. doesn't change. Like nothing goes onto it, right? And because mm. and because it's say. so whimsical, right? Like yeah. you could argue that for this as well, but like, again, she removes her actual lightsaber from mm. it. So then it just turns to like, what is this party piece you're holding? Uh, what else does it do? <laughs> it's like, oh, no, it's just meant, clang. Yeah. It's just meant to split this thing up. It's like, that's so unwieldy. It's ridiculous. Oh, no, but mm. it's a good shield. And it's like, you're not wrong. But we see um, Stellan Geos or whatever do the same thing yeah. with, with a regular yeah, yeah. lightsaber, right? So it's just like, it's not more useful. It's not anything. It's just more of an encumbrance for you. So it's dumb. Mm right the I just, whip is interesting and it's yeah, been true. done before and you have versatility with it at that point so we have and three if people only like for Nestra can use it so be it we yeah, have three instances sense. of lightsaber attachments in canon right now i don't know if you remember them so one is uh in i think one of the darth vader uh comics we're going to come up on there yeah. is a lightsaber attachment where you can put a lightsaber in to a gun and it has it can shoot like an energy blast that's from the kyber crystal. Oh god, I yep. forgot about that. Then wait. <sighs> then then in 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 um oh sorry, two, two. Uh the other one is uh in Star Wars the High Republic, mm. all of the Jedi um uh vectors, vectors? you have to put the lightsaber into ah, that's power not an attachment. on. That's you're using it's a key. It's a car yeah. it's and a key. Using yeah, yeah. A key. It's my that fob. Yeah, yeah. I would I would consider you're you're using no. yeah? No. Okay. No, that, that, that if, it use, if it used a lightsaber to shoot, I would say yes, but it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that I those would be the only two things I would say are like canonically yeah, the Ezra gun. But I mean you oh, heard yeah, me yeah. and Ed's reaction when you mentioned the Kyber gun, because I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... It fires even more than plasma. <laughs> See, that's the part that, that pissed me off when they were like, oh, it's, it's even more powerful than a normal blaster bolt. And I'm like, then why isn't everyone using it? You need Kyber crystals. Okay. And yeah, and <laughs> so every like, yeah, so every Jedi imagine? has one. Yeah, but, oh, I mean, but I mean, like, why doesn't everybody use one? You mean Jedi, or do you mean, well, like, people I mean, in the universe? Okay, yeah, like, yeah. Because remember what happened with the Death Star, and that was kyber crystal powered. You imagine yes. they put that on Star Destroyers and stuff? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what we'll, is a fleet? We'll talk about that in one of the Star Wars visions. Oh, yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> um, let's continue on to the lightsaber scabbard. Mm. Okay. Um, unless you guys have something to say about the, like, the nah. attachments and stuff. Said what we need to say on that. Yeah. <laughs> so a lightsaber scabbard, I thought was cool because I didn't notice until the second watch through that when mm. he's behind the waterfall in the, the temple area, um, he stabs her. But I thought it was with his other like, like um, was it? Yeah, called? I thought it was with the wakizashi as well. Yes, yeah, the small exactly. one, right? That's the wakizashi. And like, but then, but yeah, then when he pulls it back, he's holding the full length of the scabbard. Yeah, and, and I'm like, oh, oh okay. shit, it was a scabbard. So like, it's two yeah. lightsabers that can connect together, but like mm. they sheath each other, right? Which is kind of cool um and then who's your favorite character this episode oh sorry i was also gonna say this is a little bit of a joke yeah but take notes anyone who ever wants to do 
an, an like the nothing personal kid, but actually do it seriously. That's how you do it. What do you mean? You don't have him say. Well, do you know the nothing personal kid meme? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The reason it's always memed is because why the fuck would you announce yourself right before you stab the guy? Yes, yeah. exactly. So in this one, it's perfect because he sta- he doesn't even say anything at, in the entire length of it. Yeah. He just stabs her. She dies. And he's just like, there's no words. And that's why it's such a good scene. It's impactful. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just, I just did what I needed to do. I'm not going to gloat. There's no reason to. That's the end of the duel. It was and then good. he just goes on his way. And I was like, yeah, that's how you do it right. That's how you don't turn into a stupid meme. Because when you yeah, because when you announce yourself, you immediately become an edgelord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, and oh, you're falling for my trick. <laughs> you thought yeah, it was yeah. me, but it was me behind you. Yeah. You're 100 years too early to fight <laughs> me. It's just like something like that. Right? <laughs> saying, no, just just cold killer. That's Lightsaber scabber attack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Right. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh. Saber scabbard activate. <laughs> yeah. you, you know what? Then you know what? That would have ruined everything. No, yeah. I, I I agree. I would have laughed like hell. I can't wait I for the really abridged versions of these. God. No, they keep impossible. everything. Ah, it just, just redub it. They just redub it. Redub it from <laughs> what? They're not saying anything. <laughs> That's true. That's true. He does say some stuff at the end of the kid, so that kind of be mean, funny. I yeah, mean, yeah. if they dubbed it in that fight, they were just doing the sounds of the lightsabers. I'd I'd, I'd cry with laughter. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to mention. Uh, before I do though, the mm. umbrella attachment thing. One of the things mm. I really enjoyed at first, I was like ah, and then it happened. So Noma, you said like she jumps off the top with like her like Mary Poppins thing, but mm. she deactivates it and it like folds in on itself about yeah, halfway yeah. down and then. He drops faster, and I'm like, that was so cool. Like, I just, mm. I loved how it wasn't, like, all the way down to the ground. She just floats. Yeah, she goes, yeah. like, halfway and then deactivates it. And it was just, like, this... Yeah. She, in the span of, like, three minutes, she became cooler than any of the Inquisitors ever oh, yes. did. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking all, like, even Fallen Order. <laughs> no, agreed. Um, <clears throat> only because they, and I'm going to make this quick, they had the unfortunate account of attacking the main cast. Mm. We never got to see them go off on their own and just fight Jedi and just destroy them. It was almost I think well, Jedi Fallen Order was about it and like the comics a bit. But like not even, yeah. even in there. Yeah. Not... Like even even Trilla, like Trilla never came across to me as scary or dangerous, mm. yeah, or evil or threatening. She came off as tragic. Yeah. You know, that was it. even before her backstory came She's up. She's just a survivor so. at this point. Now. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, it sucks that this is the way you have to go, but I understand. Yeah. She's like, what are you going to do? Go up the Vader and be like, no, fuck you. Look what <laughs> happened. Yeah, right? we saw how how yeah. much of a fight she put up. But yeah. yeah, but, you know, this one was great. And then the other thing with the umbrella that I did also actually enjoy was when you get the close-ups of it, it's built out of other lightsabers. Is yeah. it? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at dangly bits. Yeah, every single thing that ignited off of that is like someone's lightsaber. So every single time the Ronin killed one, she followed and took their lightsaber. (laughs) (laughs) That's why he was just trying (laughs) to find her. He's like, you gotta stop. We stop this now. (laughs) She replaces Uh, the Kyber port with just like a little like mirror. Yeah, yeah, I mean, basically, inside of it. By our powers combined, we can have an actually full umbrella. (laughs) Uh, we can um, scare the shit out of non-Jedi. Sound design was the point I was going to get into. Sound design, mm. they used all the great Star Wars sounds that you would, like, like the, the Gatling. scream. Yes, there was. There was. There was that. There was the, the Tusken Raider sound, right? That was, yeah, yeah. like, you know, f- recorded from... Uh, I don't think the voice actors actually did that. If they did, they did a fantastic, like, perfect mm. uh, Tusken sound. Nah, I think that's just a pre-recorded. I think it was like from yeah. like OG Star Wars, and they had like yeah. the Gatling gun with like the the multiple bursts. Yeah, yeah. The droid flying through with like the missiles coming out. The the, the, the lightsabers. I love the, the lightsabers. Oh yeah, no, it's it it all sounded so good. The only sound effect I'm disappointed that they didn't use, but it when I realized it was piloted, it wouldn't have made sense. As soon as the probe droid showed up, because I didn't see the pilot the first time. Oh yeah. As soon as I was waiting, I was waiting for. Yeah. But think of, and that's one of those things where I was doing it myself. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, there is. I know these sounds. She didn't take care of it, but it was just like I was like probe droid. We also yelling poodoo. As the, oh, dog, yeah. the dog was I, in it. I heard it, and I was like. Okay, you had there. There's another Easter egg, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like you had. It's it's one of those things where it's just like, look, 
guys, we know it's our own thing, but we're allowed to do this and we're allowed yeah. to have fun with it. And here's your, this is what every one and, of them says that you ever hear. Here you and go. honestly, I, I appreciate that. Cause to me, that says, you know, like they're fans. Yeah, exactly. These studios didn't take on this project just because they were like, ooh, Disney money. It was, or oh my God. I, to or anything. It's exactly. Like, hey, who right. wants this? They're like, me. We can yeah. do something with this now. And yeah, that's where exactly. you get the quality from, right? You always yeah, say, yeah. I wish these guys had either just listened to fans or did any of you actually mm -hmm. watch it or read it or know it. And this Star Wars is pretty shows... big in Japan, too. Oh, oh yeah. It. And that, that goes just to, just to show. It's just like, no, there are people who willingly want to do this stuff if you mm -hmm. give them the opportunity to. Yeah. And right now we've seen, they're, like, they've already greenlit, like, a season two for this they? stuff, have they? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't pretty, know. I'm pretty sure that we're going to get more visions on the Oh, line. I would oh, I assume so, to. yeah. I think, right? and, I was going to say, sorry. I think that the visions was, like, an experiment to see what they could do and mm -hmm. how the reception was from it. And I honestly, I haven't heard a lot online because like I've been on the like the Voice mm -hmm. of the Force Twitter and stuff like that mm -hmm. and on Reddit, and I haven't seen much of anything for any of the Star Wars Vision stuff. But like watching through them, they're really well done, and mm -hmm. what you can do with it is so awesome. And like, I think what they're going to be doing is they're going to be doing either like a continuation of like non-canon episodes with maybe new studios, same studios, whatever they want to do, but they also might be doing like I said before on the previous episodes. They might be experimenting with this to try and do like an anime series. Well, we were we and were uh, hypothesizing that this would be the perfect way to introduce High Republic. Yeah, right? exactly, exactly. To do a series with that, it's almost there. Right? I, I think. I mean, it's in the manga vein already. But especially mm -hmm. the way you they have um, High, High Republic Adventures and then the High Republic not, uh, comics mm -hmm. separation, so, and then the books themselves. You already have two out of the three uh frames going at at this kind of level where you can immediately put them into like an animation oh, you mean like mediums yeah, yeah, yeah exactly right whereas like the books well that's not going to be you can just draw the characters at that point we have their we have their um storyboard forms we have what they look like now mm. in terms of all the character art like it's possible yeah, and oh, yeah. they can't and they should do it and mm. that would not only would you bring in a lot of new fans potentially, but anybody who's on the fence about the High Republic or anybody who's just like, uh, mm -hmm. you have so much free reign to go in that yeah, direction. Yeah. And just if you want 15 filler episodes because you need to explain a certain thing, yeah, that's the medium go. to do it. You don't have yeah. to go out and waste resources and make a whole book that people might pick up or not or mm. may think they need to read or not because of this. You're you're introducing it step by step through all yeah, this. So yeah. even if and if they don't care, so be it. They'll skip the episodes until the story comes back. But the mm. main focus is like you it's there for you. You know what it is. Like yeah. and you and with with this being so new, you need to give everything, right? So week in week out, even if they're like 15 minute episodes, you're giving everybody the story. They felt longer yeah. than you, 15 minutes even though they were oh, only yeah. that long. They were well done. And I'm yeah, and I mean, that's the whole thing, right? The, you know, animation, well, TV in general, TV and movies are the easiest way to draw people into something, yeah. right? Because you don't have to read words. Yeah. Look at, for want. example, I, I'm going to drop it because I've been, I've been playing it. I took a break because I'm waiting for this update that's supposed mm. to what happened. Look at The Witcher. I've been talking about it. For I've been years. playing it so hard right the now. Books for years. And then mm. when my uh, roommate got, he played two and three, and then I played two and then three. And then it was just like, okay. And we're bouncing back off each other and all these things that are coming up. And it's such a great story. The books, the characters, mm -hmm. everybody, the situations they have to deal with. And you tell people that and it's like, you should pick it up. You should play it. Oh, well, the fighting's this. Oh, this, this. Okay. Netflix show comes up. Yeah. Oh my God. Have you oh my seen God. It? Yeah, exactly. Like, right. I'm happy. I'm, I'm like, that's the way I have to see this. It's like, I'm happy because yeah. every, it's getting into everybody's head now. Yeah. And if you go back to the, the game from 2015, it made me want to play it. It makes you want to play it. They're adding yeah. a bunch of things to it. And now development's happening with it again. We're doing graphic update. Yeah. They're doing graphic updates, animation updates, all this stuff. So it's just like, yeah, I started playing it a couple months ago and I stopped because it was like, no. I'm at a good place now where I want these updates coming, and then I'm gonna go back into it. The thing right? with the which Witcher, also, just quick with I was the Witcher. Say, was it, go ahead. Yeah, go I'm, ahead. I'm just gonna real quick. It was ironic though because I was actually the opposite because I played uh, the Witchers. Mm -hmm. um, I never beat the first one, but yeah, whatever. No, but I beat yeah. three. Yeah, but so when the series came out, people were like, "Oh my god, if you watch the Witcher, it's so good." I was like, "No," but I we can talk about it. I already know everything that, that was happens you and in me. the series. That was you and yeah. me. Yeah, and people were like, "What? How can you know?" I was like, "Dude, they explained it all in the games. Yeah. <laughs> I know the entire plot everything. of everything. That's for season. Everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Like they, this whole first season is basically the the first book was like a, the bits of it, like mm-hmm. those novellas, and then yeah. we're gonna get because series gonna start to be there now, eh? Shit. Interesting. <laughs> anyway, but gonna... yeah, like it's things like that. You do that, and you bring in the people who may have not known anything or had in something on the fence. Yeah. Now with visions, and you start. I swear, you get studios. Okay, the season one is visions Japan. Season two is like Vision South America. That'd be interesting. Season three is like like Vision's Europe or something. And you take it all over. So like you get fans from all the world, Mm -hmm. different ideas, different perspectives. You know, you get a lightsaber parasol, you're going to get like a Star Destroyer canoe or something. Where like you have glasses on the side. I'm telling you, like there's there's all these different ideas that come Mm -hmm. through. It'd be so interesting. Empire Day in Brazil. (laughs) Why not? Right? Carnival. You're just saying Carnival. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, the one thing I want to say about the Witcher thing is like, you're right. Like it brought more people in by having a new medium. And then they also made the anime movie, the nightmare of the wolf. I just watched Which it. Which is awesome. It was amazing. Oh man. Um, I enjoyed that like crazy. And so like they had the studio that did, um, I think legend of Korra animation, I believe. And they, 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 did, oh, okay. a, they yeah, did a yeah. pretty good job, honestly. And like voice they acting did. was really good. Especially when you see the signs, when you see when oh, any of the some of the signs are overpowered. But yeah, let's. Oh, Ard was overpowered like hell. I've oh never been able to push somebody <laughs> and, like that. And Igni, oh my god. Igni, I've used like that. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, Nothing goes like, oh my god. It's just like by the time you get that <laughs> first two seconds of stream, you're getting hit. Um, but no, like you see their eyes change, and it reminds me of when like Korra oh, goes into like so an Avatar state and stuff mm. like that. You see that same kind of. That close up on the face, it was freaky. Welcome Witcher. to the Witcher podcast, episode yeah, one. <laughs> I'll have that any day. Yo, yeah. spinoff, voice of um, the voice of the wolf podcast. There you go. Hey, um, well, I like the bear school. I'm gonna say that. Hey, I mean, you're both wrong, but that's fine. Favorite, <laughs> favorite characters of this episode, guys. All about cat. <laughs> um, favorite character. I mean. I mean, how can it not be the Ronin? It's not. It's not a fair question. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's not. I know. I know. Dan put this in here because he's the only person who's going to be like, "Oh, but the Trandoshan guy." Yeah, so he was cool. so cool. <laughs> oh, he was so cool. I love that guy. Oh, he was like, "Yo, guys, stand back. We got this. Don't get too close." And then gets murdered. and then just like yeah, eviscerated. Okay. I'm like, "Yeah, this yeah. guy. This guy." No, Ooh. I thought he was the best. Um, I did like <laughs> no. the Ronin. Obviously, the Ronin is like mm. number one, but Trandoshan is definitely a, a second place. Uh, actually, the Buddha is the best character. Oh my god! <laughs> he took the he took the blow. So I'm the surprised you guys didn't win. say the murder droid. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys didn't say the murder droid. But... No, B5... because it was it, the Gatling gun was my favorite character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the droid, the A5, AP5 droid with the fucking Gatling gun. Not even no, the not droid, not just the, the droid. gun. Just the gun. <laughs> If you can like the parasol attached so much, I'm going with the gun. Like that thing, just the impact that thing had because the aim was atrocious for a mm. droid. Come on, man. Yeah. Get it's a Gatling gun, but yeah. dude, focus fire. That droid needed to get uh, hey, get hey, wiped. He's it programmed had in over six million forms of communication. Combat is none <laughs> of those. <laughs> He, I he mean, you don't know the that language of war. Yeah. The language of <laughs> no, that's only in C-3PO with his stupid true Sith language. Garbage. Um, <laughs> slightly off topic. I started listening to the Afra audio drama and triple zero <laughs> is like a British like C-3PO type voice. It's pretty mm-hmm. good. Sorry, it, was C-3PO not? Oh, triple zero. Yeah, but I thought C-3PO. Yeah, but I, I was like, what is triple zero's voice going to be? And it's like a C-3PO-esque voice. Hmm. Is that um, just not protocol yeah. droid standard? It kind of well, not all of them, because some of them speak like other weird languages that they. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, if it, you're cause... translating for a hut, they'll yeah, obviously yeah. have a hut to use. Yeah. No, yeah. but on, but, like, but AP five sounds sounds like uh, Alan Rickman. Yeah, right, exactly. So. <laughs> um, I think that does it for this episode. I mean, it goes to show you this is episode one. I thought since it was like a fifteen minute episode, we were gonna record mm. for thirty minutes and be done. But we've nah. talked for like an no, there's hour. A, there's a lot of good stuff, and there's honestly, yeah. even with the next episodes, yeah. So All right, next episode is going to be relatively shorter. Like, Honestly, better than I true, thought. But still. Oh, um, yeah. No, see, and the thing is, like, I think that the way we have this, like, Dan, you're going into this with high expectations. Not um, really, though. Like, I just was like, I'm excited for this, regardless and, of what happens. Yeah. See, and that's that excitement level is where it's super high for you. I've got a very neutral kind of like, mm. I'm, I'm happy it's there. I'm not expecting. I think that's why it took me this long to even watch them. Because it's like, I'm glad it's there. 
I'll it's one of those I'll watch it whenever if I need something. It's like Noma, you're you're really hyped for those two studios where it's just like oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> and again, I'm just just like all right. So I'm, the fact that we have that kind of separation is good mm. because this is why this can go on for this long. Because you know what? Well, what did you see, and how does it differ, and what were you looking for? Because if you mm-hmm. were looking for something specific that keeps it in that same brand you could mm. almost say right or it's like am i gonna jump in and the things you're saying it's just like oh yeah i noticed that or it's just like oh i didn't notice that or it's like i saw this really interesting thing that reminded me of this or whatever just because i'm not like trying not saying going into it blinders but like i'm not zeroed in looking for a specific thing sure mm. like it's i like the the fact that that's a sort of those are the perspectives that can come to the table with mm. this I am worried that it'll be like there'll be that one episode where I'll be like, oh fuck, that was terrible. And I was almost scared <laughs> that the, like this uh, next episode that came up was the mm-hmm. one where I was kind of like, it was already in the morning. I had just come back from work, and I was just like, <sighs> like I, yeah. I I stayed up another fifteen for <laughs> this one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I'm not mad, but yeah, it's a very I, neutral tone. I didn't want to look at them while I was anywhere else but home mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you I mean, want to enjoy it on a tv and that not even that just a sense of just relaxing yeah and mm. the second one was just like i feel like this would have been better served somewhere else <laughs> like i could have done something else <laughs> That's fair. not to say and for those looking forward to it not to say it's a bad episode it's just different yeah mm. it's very different different pace and than this one for sure and that's no negative connotation that whatsoever it's just like just don't i don't know think think um Moncala Ballet is what you're going to see. <laughs> no, and and you've got some you you you've got some good points, and I'll I'll add on to my own when we do that episode. Because yeah, there were a bunch of things with. I mean, we might as well name it at this point. There were a bunch of things with Tatooine Rhapsody where when we'd seen the trailers for it, it was the one I was least looking forward to. For me too, actually, I was like, I like the style, except for the chibi, like the 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 way that the characters' facial features and like like designs and stuff were done i loved it and i was like i wasn't super excited for like the chibi look for it and we'll get into that in the next episode but like it kind of i liked it more than i thought i was gonna like it but we'll get into that let's do the Mm. outro for this episode and then we'll record the next one welcome to the outro ed would you like to let listeners know how to contact us in case they would like to know or let us know uh what they thought about the duel absolutely so you can jump on over to our website that is voice of the force.com we're gonna have a new section in there uh for visions episodes you can definitely look at that and if anything you find interesting if there's stuff you want to talk about you can hit us up on email that's voice of the force at gmail.com if you prefer social media we're on twitter we're on instagram you can find our handle at voice force pod um, we post a lot of stuff, so anything you retweet, anything uh, that you share with your friends, other people you know, your work, co-workers, anything like that, it grows the listener base. We really appreciate it, and having you guys around makes us post more, so we love it. Uh, if you have anything else you want to talk about with this first episode um, on any of those social media platforms, just put on hashtag visions episode one or <laughs> our parasol pandemonium or <laughs> the duel, whatever you want to call it. We'll, we'll try to respond as best we can. Finally, listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. If you do leave a review, we'd love five stars, but we understand things ain't perfect for everybody. But any comment that helps, it helps. And it's visibility, and that's what we're really looking for. But if you do follow or subscribe, you will get the latest content updates as as soon as you're subscribed and we put something out. It's that simple. <laughs> um, you'll depending on what you use. Like again, I've, I say it in every episode. I'll say this again. I use Spotify, and I see when those updates come through, and that won't go away until you actually open it. So love it or hate it, you subscribe for a reason, and it will be there for you. Awesome. Thank you, Ed. One last thing before we head out, I just wanted to say they have released a novel. Uh, that ties into the Ronin and it kind of explains his backstory a little bit apparently. Um, cool. So yeah, if you haven't read that yet, maybe head out and buy that. I think there might be an audiobook version of it as well because it is a novel. Um, so mm. yeah, give it a shot and see, uh, see what you think. 
that should have been Visions episode two or episode or part of episode one and just make it half an hour, an hour at that point. <laughs> I understand the work that has to go into it is massive. Mm. So I'm not saying, oh God, why not? But like, these are the opportunities. Like if you're worried people are going to love it or love it or hate it, come on now. Oh yeah. Come on now. Star Wars fans will always give you the benefit of the doubt before taking you to the cleaners. And on that note, remember, red kyber crystals ward off evil things. Be great if he was just lying to them, and then as soon as <laughs> he leaves, them, it's a homing. It's just a. You bomb. see, like thirty Sith ships just coming in on the planet. <laughs> no, it's just megaton. <laughs> the kyber crystal explodes. It's just like, ah. And he's walking away like, hey, hey, six more towns. To <laughs> yes, my anger grows stronger. <laughs>